Sports Station 1043 The Pan presents Stokely and Zach. of the box segment for you here and it's really you know give the give the uh, a credit to Kevin Kistner um because I was all wrapped up this morning and he he dropped this segment uh in here and going to the last break I said does Denver need to bring back a hometown kid like what the heck am I talking about here and I think it's worth discussing because it's so unusual and it's the curious case of Dalton Reisner, who Stokely is still on the street. Preseason games have come and gone. The whole uh, market is about to be oversaturated with over 1,100 players spilling out from these camps that have been cut. About 37 of them on average with 32 teams. And Dalton Reisner is just still out on the street. Uh, we've been talking about this maybe like every two or three weeks for a few months now. And, and the thought is, with um, some of the question marks that we have about the offensive line, should Don Reisner be even remotely, possibly, in consideration to be brought back here with the understanding he also played a bunch of right tackles for uh, right tackle for three years uh, while he was at Kansas State, and he also had a year of playing center I just thought it'd be worth throwing it out there and saying, what do you think? Well, I mean, you always keep uh, an open mind when you're talking about good football players. And a guy that's been here, um, you know, for four years of his career, did a good job, starter the whole time. And so I think that you always leave that door open. There's just no room for him, you know, obviously to be a starter no. right now. Not right now. Now, someone gets hurt. Now you really, if he's available, I think you, you go after him. And, you know, he's probably living right up here, right? Somewhere close. Yeah. So I'm sure if, if someone got hurt, then it would be a um, a good thing for him, right? But I don't think you're looking to bring him in as a backup. I, I don't think he probably wants that right now. He probably has numerous teams where he could go to as a backup. But if somebody gets hurt, then, you know, like you said, I, I don't know if, if he can play right tackle in the NFL, though, right? I I, I we never saw him do that at all. He's just been pretty much a left guard. Right. But he is a versatile guy, uh, so especially at Kansas State. So it's it's just, yeah, it's a it's an odd, odd deal. You know, we've been talking about this thing for so long. And just then he went visit Minnesota, and we thought, like, okay, then he's going to sign with Minnesota. No, no. Left town without signing a deal there. It's like, does, does he want too much money? Is he just looking for the perfect situation? I, I mean, obviously now – you're not going to get any kind of huge deal, right? So it's going to be a one-year deal plus incentives probably is your best yeah, you're looking at. Yeah, yep. And you're really looking for just the best situation to go into and play. And then so you can parlay that into Calvin Ridley style, into mm. uh, a, a long-term deal right next offseason. Yeah. Like you thought you were going to get this year. Yeah. But you need to go out there and play well again. Um to, to be able to do that, uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just just a weird situation because he was ranked in all the rankings, all of them. You know, all of them. I mean, not top ten, but like you know, he was, he was in like the top thirty. I think he was like listed thirty by ESPN in the top fifty free agents. Uh, I mean, this guy who started every game for Denver that he was healthy started every game coming out of college. Second do round, bro. <laughs> 
That can't be what's holding them back, right? No. Not Christmas Day still. No. Um, but but you would think this far along the road, as we're about to turn the page to September, whatever you were looking for is way out the window. You just you, you got to be in the league. What is your best guess of, of the following two things? Do you think that he is a part of an NFL team for week one, or is he still out on the street and waiting for a starting guard to get injured? I think he's still on the street. I don't. I don't know um, all the situations around the NFL. Like, did someone lose a starting guard this weekend? Right. Um, so, I, I think he he doesn't sign until the season. Like, when a guard gets hurt, and then he'll be able to figure out where he wants to go. And I mean, that's a nice pickup for a team. Like, especially yes. if you're a contender. Bingo. And, yes. And one of your, you know, you're the Eagles. Let's just say, and your left guard gets hurt. Like, oh. Riser's available. This guy's a starter in the league. You know, I don't know what the contract looks like, but then it's a good situation for him also to be able to go in and play. And that's most important. You don't want to be a backup right right, right. now. Right. So, you know, it, this thing has gone on long enough, but at the same time, you don't want to just join a team to join a team if it's a bad situation. And then you're just going to not play. You, yeah. He needs to play, yeah. apparently, right, Yeah. to prove his worth for next offseason when he becomes another, when he becomes a free agent again, just a weird, just just totally bizarre. Just what what happened? You know, did, were they trying for too much money? Did the market just crash after the first couple of days? And you know, they were looking for too much money uh, early on, and they really haven't moved off of that. And then didn't move. I don't know. You know, it's it's just a weird, weird situation um, of what actually happened to lead us to where we are today. Crazy. One of the still well, available. Yep. Such an unusual case. Um, this will probably be the last time we talk about this because the season's getting underway. And until, you know, we'll probably you know, mention it when it does, in fact, happen, assuming it does. Well, what if, we go, what if you know, one of our guards get hurt? Then we'll be talking about it. Yeah, it's not crazy. It's not crazy at all. Um, okay, after we got off the air on Friday. I think he signs after the first week of the season. After the first week. Yep. Okay. I think after week one. God, it's just, I mean, I remember, you know, during my career, like there was times where I'm, I'm sitting on the couch watching, you know, week one. I'm like, that's a weird feeling. Yeah. And, and, you know, so just thinking about like, this guy's been playing football for a long time. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. Well, we'll keep tags on, on Dalton and maybe, uh, you know, any day now we get some breaking news that he has landed uh, a new home. Uh, there was some news after we got off the air on Friday. Uh, that I'm curious if there's any regret here in Denver for not pushing the issue. And which issue was that? We'll tackle it coming up next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. Back right there. What, what's, what's that song like? What you need? Oh, a photograph or something? One of those. Yeah. Stoke, I'm curious uh, your thoughts on something here. 
because we talked about it for I think two weeks in a row. You you initially threw an idea out, um, and then ultimately actually came to fruition in reality. And I'm talking about the news that broke not longer not long after this show ended on Friday. Uh, the news that Trey Lance was going to be traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth round pick. What did you think of the compensation? And was there, uh, I'm curious, your view of his fit in Dallas? And then ultimately, if there's a little bit of regret, like, huh, that's all it was going to take for a 23-year-old uh, kid who just got picked third in the draft just two years back? Unbelievable. Um, you know, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. And, you know, from a Broncos perspective, mm-hmm. I, I just said the, the writing's on the wall. Like, it just doesn't look like John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan like Trey Lance very much. And every time, you remember what I said? I said every time they see him, they, they it brings back bad memories of, you know, using all that draft compensation and drafting him third overall, right? Yep. So, like, Sam Darnold's definitely a better option. Let's just move on from this guy. So we don't have to, you know, continue to be reminded of our awful decision to trade for him, all those picks, and then select him. So, and that's what ended up happening. But was it, you know, from a Broncos perspective, so the Broncos have tried to make a move there. Um, and we were talking about draft compensation, what it would look like. Yep. And I think for a fourth rounder, Although there are a lot of hidden gems that can be had in the fourth round, Zach. Name one. Brandon Stokely. Oh, jeez. That one. Um, just rare gems. Enough, buddy. <laughs> um, I think in the Broncos situation, yeah, it would have been worth it. Like, why not? It's a quarterback position. Like you said, this guy talented enough to go third overall. I don't know. What it looked like, and I get it. It was it wasn't good enough in San Francisco. That's okay, right? Let's 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 see what it looks like with Sean Payton, and, and because we don't know what our future looks like at the quarterback position. No, right? This could be it for us. I don't think Stidham's the answer. Do you? Nope, absolutely uh, not. Right. So, like, why why wouldn't you just you know trade a or try to trade a you know fourth round pick for a quarterback that has a lot of potential? And you can have a year to really just get away from San Francisco and everything that was there, those types of pressures. You come here and you get to learn from Sean Payton, sit behind Russ, sit behind Stidham, whatever, right? And, you know, almost like football rehab here for a year and see what it looks like. If you don't have your quarterback position figured out, you know, the next year or two here with Denver, then I think everything's on the table. Yeah. Trying to get that thing figured out. We've seen stranger things happen. We certainly have. So um, no, I would have. I would have made a play for for Trey Lance for a fourth rounder. You? Yeah, it's the quarterback position. I, I you know, when you first brought this up, I, 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 I you know, made this silly little analogy. Uh, you know, Frank Sinatra. They say if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And I said, but if you can't make it in San Francisco with those weapons around you, that yeah. running game and Kyle Shanahan, then you can't make it anywhere. The, the, the inverse of that Sinatra thing. But then I heard Orlando say, he's like, look, I've been in some of those meetings. This idea that he just makes everything so easy that like, hey, and I was kind of thinking of my own statement that like, yeah, like every, any, any quarterback can have success under Kyle Shanahan. He's like, it's just not true. Um, I mean, th- those guys still got to go out there and make plays, right? 
I mean, offensively. Yeah. You, you, your quarterback still needs to make some plays. I think he helps them. Yeah. You know, especially if you get that running game going. Right now, all that stuff is predicated off of that. If, you, if your running game's not working, then, yeah, obviously it's going to be a little bit more difficult, right? I mean, I, I don't care who you are. You, you, you know, what offense you're playing, and you're still going to need to make some plays. Yeah. A fourth-round pick for a quarterback with the high upside, it's a low-risk, high-reward. I mean, I, do you want your fourth-round pick? Of course you do. Right. That's where you drafted Josie Jewell. But it's also where you drafted, you know, Deshaun Hamilton, and you look back through some of the years, yeah. like, you know, w- would you would you trade Albert O for, you know, Trey Lance? Um, you know, it's just a different way of of looking at it, uh, looking at an, a comparable fourth round pick. You know, Damari Mathis, Owazarike, uh, uh, who's you know suspended for the year. Um, so, but because it's the wide receiver, or because it's the quarterback position, and because it is. Believe it or not, still actually kind of unsettled here in Denver moving forward. We don't know what it's going to look like after this year. We, we just don't know. We just don't know. And I'll, I'll tell you this. You know, the year that Flacco started, that experiment went awry. Brandon Allen comes in. And then you got to see Drew Locke for the last five games of the year when the season was lost. We're all hoping the Broncos can be really competitive this year and be a winning team and maybe even catch a bunch of green lights and go to the playoffs. But if they don't, if they don't, if it was the last five games of the year in the similar setup that Locke was in, who would I want to see in a Sean Payton-led offense? Jarrett Stidham or Trey Lance? It's not even close. My interest level would skyrocket under Trey Lance. Um, well said. Whether it went anywhere or not. Right. And who would the 49ers rather trade Trey Lance to, the Broncos or the Cowboys? Broncos. Of course. Broncos in the AFC. Yep. Cowboys in the NFC seems like they've been playing in the playoffs now uh, for the last three or four years. They meet, so you, know, you you just would rather trade them out of division, out of conference, if you can. Yeah, and um, so yeah, interesting, um, interesting. But I, I think that's a good good point there. You know, like hey, if this season's done and lost, and it's you know three, four, five games left, I mean, so why it's not a new season? Exactly. Why not? You, you, you got to figure the quarterback position out. Obviously, very talented guy. He, he said, you know, to, to be fair to him, he's had trouble staying healthy and getting the reps necessary to, you know, try to be a, a, a good quarterback. And then all of a sudden, another guy kind of took over for him and, and Purdy and, and played well. So they're kind of ready to turn the page on that experiment, which they did. I, yeah, I mean, I, I would have given two thumbs up if it was the Broncos. Like you said, I think you said it well there. Low risk, high reward. Yeah. It doesn't work out. doesn't work out. Whatever. Fourth round pick. Fourth round pick. Go on. For, for a flyer to quarterback who just got picked third overall. So, yeah. Um, we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, imagine Trey Lance playing for the Cowboys. I don't know what that would look like. And that's a weird deal there because it, from what I saw, um, I didn't hear, but I saw on the bottom of the screen that this morning that um, – they didn't. Dak and Mike McCarthy didn't know about it. Didn't know about the trade. Wow! It was it's Jerry. Just Jerry being just Jerry. Jerry made the move, and then they found out. Like, hey, oh by the way, guys, I just traded for Trey Lance. Holy! You would think that you would want your the opinion of your head coach, who is your offensive coordinator, right? Who runs the team, right? Well, Jerry would have told them. Uh, just shut up and let me answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry, we got to get Call some Jerry shots. back. Well, give me some more. I don't have the patience yes. to jack with you. Yes. Wait, hold on, Jerry. You sure you want to do that? That's my ball. Yeah, Let's it's already been on. done. It's done. He's here. Right. He's, yeah. actually, he's, he's flying in right now. Yeah, it's done. I, so, you know, I, I think 
I get it. You don't have to tell your starting quarterback who you're paying a ton of money. You probably want to, though. Oh, by the way, you know, bringing in Trey Lance because that starter is going to be asked a lot about it. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, you don't have to ask for his opinion on it, but you probably would want to give those guys a heads up of what's about to happen. Yeah. And um, apparently they didn't. They didn't know. That is classic Jerry Jones, yeah. man. Wow. Okay. Uh, good conversation. We'll see how uh, see how it plays out there in Dallas. But uh, good conversation even to us here in Denver. Okay. Uh, Broncos played their final preseason game on Saturday night, and they ended up scoring more points than they have in decades in the preseason. What were some of our biggest takeaways? That's coming up next. Jared Stidham finished the preseason with a strong game against the Rams. Should his performance calm any nerves in Broncos country about Russell Wilson's backup? We are on the road to Raiders week. Will the Sean Payton era start with a win against Josh McDaniels? Going outside is Wilson. Wilson to the end zone for the touchdown. At DenverSports.com and on Denver Sports Station. 3 the fan. Football season is back. Thank goodness. And my friends at Brothers Barbecue have you covered on game day. Trust me. Whether it's dine-in, takeout, or catering your tailgate, or or catering a party like Stokely had on Saturday night. Brothers took care of it from start to finish. Guys, Brothers Barbecue hand selects all of their meats and smokes everything in-house each and every day. With service you can always count on. Tender, juicy pulled pork, mouth-watering beef brisket, fall-off-the-bone ribs, and of course, my favorite, the party staple, spicy smoked hot links. Guys, visit one of their seven Colorado locations and check them out at brothersbbq.com. Hold up, you're using Swiffer Power Mop? (laughs) What would mom say? Oh, she'd be like, a mopping bucket is the only way to deep clean your floors. And I'd be like, mom, this is the new Swiffer Power Mop. The all-in-one that gets you a mopping bucket clean in half the time. She'd never believe you. I'd say, look, the solution's built right in, so no heavy bucket. And the pad has hundreds of scrubbing strips to get into grout lines. That's why you're the smart one. Really? What? Mom said it. The new Swiffer Power Mop. Don't mop harder, mop smarter. Everyone always asks, what makes advanced hair restoration different? Allow me to share, along with some details on, get this, their once-a-year summer savings event. First off, Advanced Hair stands by their results, and their before and afters are second to none. With Advanced Hair, your own natural hair is guaranteed to grow. Secondly, Advanced Hair combines top-rated physicians with modern technology, creating a concierge-quality experience that's hard to find elsewhere. Lastly, Advanced Hair's Advanced FUE begins regrowing your own natural hair the very next day. Quick, simple, and easy. Now, if you have a flexible schedule this summer and you've been waiting for that special savings opportunity... It's here. Advanced Hair Summer Savings Event will get you the most hair for your dollar. It's their best offer ever. For details and to schedule your free consultation, give them a call. 720-459-HAIR. One-day treatment, life-changing results. Your new hair is guaranteed to grow. Call them, 720-459-HAIR, or you can check out their incredible before and afters at advancedhair.com. That's advancedhair.com. California Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan.
was in Denver on Saturday night, absolutely getting bludgeoned by the Denver Broncos to the tune of 41-0. to zero. Holy smoke, Stoke. Uh, that was, it was, look, there was a lot of bad football that first quarter, a lot of penalties. Um, but it was also some, like, I'll call it a high spot, like, you know, high spots, big plays going down the field, like exciting Exciting football amidst some of the bad football. Uh, what was your view of, of that game? Yeah, I mean, you know, the starters didn't play. So it's like, okay, how do these guys respond? Your backups. Either they play well, they don't. I mean, you won 47 nothing. Uh, 41. 41 nothing. excuse me. It's that They played pretty dang good. Jared Stidham looked good. Um, Jaleel McLaughlin continues to make plays. Albert O um, had a great game. Right, and, you know, so a lot of guys stepped up. Hey, Marvin Mims, two catches. Yeah. 51 yards, made a nice little catch when he was getting pass interfering, pass interfered with on the right sideline. Brandon Johnson had a nice uh, catch there. So guys were stepping up, making plays. Uh, and uh, Drew Sanders with an interception. Esain Bassey with an interception. Nice to see. Right? Either you do it or you don't. Right. And so when you guys go out there, especially at home, you know, first game at home this year. Scoreboard, you know, I mean that thing looks. Well, what'd you think of that? I mean, it's I don't. It's, it's impressive. Yeah, impressive. I like it. I mean, it's like there's nothing. You know, there's not a lot of stuff around it. I don't think like you know, it's just like the whole screen, the whole screen. is like yeah, it's like a flat screen. Yes, yeah. exactly. Which is awesome. It's like we just came out of the 1980s and now we're 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 yeah. in the 2020s, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're moving on up we're to the east side, up. Zach. We're moving on up. Feels good, doesn't it? Feels fantastic. It does. It looks great. So, like, great job there. Um, and then you know, there, there's some other stuff that I think they they did right. Yeah, there's like some new restaurants in there. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's like you know, all types of different food now. I mean, the, the really. Um, you know, the old stadium experience is like, you know, um, chicken fingers and fries, you know. It's like, you know, pretzel yeah. with some cheese. and But now it's like like legitimate, like barbecue joints and all this stuff and different types of food. And it's just, it's a, it's a step up. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, $100 million. $100 million. The, the single biggest off-season um, renovation in Mile High's history. But also, you know what they did? What? They increased the bandwidth of the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi at the stadium, and I know that's something that you and I, and I know a lot of our listeners, when you go down there through the years, your phone would get jammed up, and it's gotten a little bit better. They did add Wi-Fi recently. You be, if you want action, yeah, right? Yeah. Live action, you're oh, right yeah. there. Like, I mean, you're getting sponsors. We, you, your Wi-Fi needs to be good. Yeah. That's frustrating for a fan experience. You, you could put that at, like, the top of the list, like restroom lines. Um, yeah. Yep. But, like, if Wi-Fi screwed up, and you can't, you know, check your fantasy draft or your yes. or not draft your fantasy yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of people like to gamble. Yeah, of course. And if you can't make bets like this and be ready to go, then guess what? I'm just gonna stay at home. I'm just gonna stay at home. Um, unless you got, you know, a great, great product on the football field. Right. You can't get away with that stuff. So that's cool. I I, I didn't I didn't uh, realize that and uh, DJ, is there like a DJ or something going down? Uh, I also yeah, so just a sure. lot of cool yeah, things. So. Of, yeah, a lot of cool new stuff. Which uh, which is which is great. I can't wait to see it. I think I'm gonna be going to that first game of the season. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Love think it. So watch that um, beat down of the Raiders. It's gonna be a fun one, Zach. So I got uh, offered some tickets uh-huh. by our, our buddy uh, Philly Nick, and he's like, "Hey, we got good seats." And I'm like, "Week one, week one." Yeah. The whole league's going on. And, like, I feel like when I'm in my living room for week right. one, my body almost, like, levitates a little bit. 
It's like, this is, I waited seven months for this. This is amazing. And I know, right. Get down there. It's got to be hours in advance. You're going to yeah. miss the first games. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's, I hear you. So it's like, it's, a choice needs to be made. And they're, they're two good options. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but, we'll see. But sometimes that week, you just want to be hunkered down. Yes. I got called up to the majors. I can't yeah, turn down can't, the, yeah. you know, that. So it's yeah. one of those. Yep. Kiss the ring and. <laughs> so I can't wait, okay, but, but can't I, wait. I am. I'm excited about seeing that scoreboard, and and it is fun. Like, there's nothing like the opener. Like in like it, there, there. I yeah. remember as a player, same thing. Uh, but also like as as a fan, like you're getting to watch that first game of the year. We don't know how it's going to turn out, right? You know, right. Sean Payton there. So I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Um, watching that beat down. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Alberto, was he the MVP on Saturday night? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he helped his cause the most. Sometimes that's not good enough, you know, because it's not just about one game. It's about the culmination of six months. Uh, so, but obviously a really good game. Uh, and if it's not here, you know, I think they probably could trade him and get something for him, especially after that performance. Uh, but I think it is. I think I think he sticks now, and I think he makes a roster. What do you think? I'll say this. I think you're right. Look, we're not talking about the starting tight end or the backup. Like, he's your third tight end. I would think if Sean Payton, this is offensive genius, can't you come up with, I don't know, 8 to 14 plays for Albert O, and it's a package where every other Sunday you can catch a defense slipping? Like, he's he is, he's got rare talent. And you would like going into year four, you drawing from more substance and not keep talking about his talent like we do with someone like Jerry Judy. You'd like to see more of it uh, out on the field. But, man, I don't know. The guys that look like Albert O and have those natural God-given tangibles, they're not just growing on trees. And I just wonder, man, is, is that a flash of of what we could see in a Sean, Payton's offense, a Sean Payton offense? I just don't know how down Sean Payton truly has been on Albert O. Yeah, that's the, ultimately that's the question, right? Um, I, I think with with Albert O, you know, you said can Sean Payton come up with eight to, eight to fourteen plays for Albert O? Uh, would you rather see Albert O or Greg Dolchich? Would be my question to you, Greg Dolchich. I think so too. You know, I, I think Albert O. He does have that bigger body frame, which is you know, it's not like he's a leaper though, like where you can just throw it up Jimmy Graham style, no. and just you know, dunk on top of that guy's head and catch no. it, right? No, that's not who he is. He can box you out and things like that, but that, like because you got me thinking. I'm like, when you said that about it, can can you know, can Sean Payton get eight to, eight to fourteen plays? I'm like, ah, that's that's a good point, Zach. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we could do that. But then I thought, well, I'd rather see Greg Dolchitz out there for those eight to fourteen because we're not going to be running the ball. Dolchitz doesn't block well, right? Well, and Albert O doesn't block well, so we're going to be throwing the football. I'd rather see Dolchitz on the field actually. So it's going to be interesting. Put me in check if this is a stupid question. Oh, I but can't wait. Is there? Is there a scenario where it's an obvious passing situation and Alberto and Dulcich are sharing the field with a few other wide receivers? And it's just like, okay, here's a headache coming your way. Headache? I don't know about a headache. I don't think that's going to give anybody, like, real headaches. Well, just uh, a just bunch don't... of pass catchers is what I mean. No, uh, yeah. No, I don't, I, that's not stupid. Um, just a two tight end set where you could do multiple things like that. Okay, but how about this? Would you rather, you know, in that scenario, would you rather Albert O or Adam Trotman? I think I'd rather Trotman out there. In an obvious passing situation? Huh? In an obvious passing situation? Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I think you'd... I think I'd rather have Albert okay. O. I can't and believe that's... I'm saying it, but he's kind of... These last couple of weeks, he has battled and not won me over, 
But am I too down on him then? No. I mean, look, am this I, is a guy who was just listed fifth on the depth chart behind yeah. an undrafted rookie. Yeah. Like, but I just don't know if that's Sean trying to send a message or he's like, right. I don't like this guy. He, he's not doing what I asked him to do. And you pointed out the play earlier of like at the end of the half when they did the purposeful incompletion down the right sideline. We're still not sure why they did it on third down when the Rams didn't have a timeout left. But be that as it may. With backups. You don't need to work on that with backups. Those guys won't be in the game. Right. But but there, Albert O has an assignment there on the offensive line and screwed it up and is getting screamed at by Sean Payton. And I just wonder if Sean's like, this is why. Yeah. Everyone else will talk about you jumping over the defender or, or catching that touchdown in the red area, but that's why I don't trust you. And I just I don't know how he's legitimately viewed. Yeah, that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll fix it to find fix, out. Fix it to find out. Um, but I do. I think he makes a team. I think he ends up making the team, but... Man, the more we go through this stuff, and yeah, I, I think you could. You, I guess you could see some type of package with him. Uh, I just don't, you know, like it's been four years and we've finally seen like like a really good game from the guy. I don't know consistently if that's like what you want your go-to. It's fair. He's had plenty of opportunity. Yes, but do you think he makes the team? Yes. Okay. I do. You? Yeah, I said yes three times now. The segment. They lock it in one more time, then. For the fourth time, I think Alberto makes the team. Can you beat the fan hosts? It's our King Supers fan football pick'em. The weekly winner gets two hundred and fifty dollars to King Supers, and the grand prize winner wow. receives groceries for an entire year. Boom! Love that. You can register now at DenverSports.com/slash/picks, and we do a lot of stuff throughout the year here. This for for me is among the most fun. Picking the games, going head-to-head against the fan hosts. Someone's going to win this every week. Someone's going to be the grand prize winner. Why can't it be you? Uh, every week it starts over. You'll have a new shot. Um, so there's really no downside. It doesn't cost anything. So go ahead, register for the King Supers. Fan football pick them. You can register now at denversports.com slash pick. Love it. Albert, don't get a big team? Uh, let me wait. Let me get back to you on that one. Okay. Okay. What did Sean Payton say about Albert O Think after the game? Uh, we'll take in a, a little bit of a dive into what the head coach was saying after the final preseason game of the year. Coming up next. Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. We've been talking about forever since we've been together. Something battering makes you think we're better off with all this. But we're caught in between a rock and a Denver Broncos are putting which one of these Broncos players is putting Sean Payton between a rock and the hard place as a oh, look try to you. slice down this look roster to fifty three. Who made it hard? Who made it hard on, on Saturday? We just talked about Alberto. Um you think he's gonna make the football team. I, yeah, I do. I still okay. do. Um even after even through the break? About, yeah, yeah, I still okay. think he makes the football team. Um uh, and I think I think man hurts like some just ends up on IR here like short term IR. Uh, but we'll see we'll see what it looks like. Obviously it's not a um, it's a coin flip for him. But he did a good job last preseason game of making a statement. So we'll we'll, we'll see. I, I think uh, he's made it. Uh, but you, you look at a guy like a Isang Bassi, mm. 
It's a good one. You know, he's uh, he's had an interception in three straight games. It's hard to do. It is. It's hard to do. Um, you love to have turnovers defensively, and and he's been able to do that. So, uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta like what he provides, especially in the slot. You know, he can help you on the slot right now. While Kwan Williams is recovering from an ankle surgery that we don't know if he's going to be able to be back this year at all. Yeah, we just found that out this morning from Mike Kliss that uh, K1 Williams slot corner first year was last year, came in from San Francisco, undergoing ankle surgery today, will be placed on some form of IR. We just don't know yet. Uh, he's been sidelined with the injury since the second week of camp. Danucci, I don't think, did enough, Zach, um, to put Sean Payton and company between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Um, I think little Jordan did. Mm. And I, no one knows him better here than Sean Payton. He was with him with the Saints. And when he said that him and Marquez Callaway and, and little Jordan Humphrey, they needed to be better earlier in camp, like they, these, uh, you, he expected more from them, I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. But there we go. We're watching on Saturday night, and he's getting a lot of playing time ahead of Marquez Callaway. And he made some plays, looked good. He probably should have had a touchdown. Made a really nice move at the line of scrimmage in the red zone. I think it might have been. I think it was Stidham was a little bit late getting the ball to him. Um, I believe it was him. Like really nice uh, uh, press release and uh, got was open, but it was a little bit late on the throw there, and uh, he couldn't haul it in. But I uh, so I look at him as a guy that might have um, made George Payton and Sean Payton kind of like reassess. Yeah. The wide receiver room, uh, Marquez Callaway, I had him ahead of him. Now I have him behind him. Mm. Brandon Johnson's uh, kind of the the tough one there. How did they view him before? And it seemed like he had a really good offseason, right? Because we were looking early in camp, and he's running with the ones. Yep. The thir- three wides. Right. He's, he's out there with those guys. And it's like, oh, okay, he must have had a really good offseason. So I think that's going to put him on the roster. Um, and I think Lil Jordan makes it. I don't know if they carry six, five, or six, and if you get a Montrell Washington or Taylor Grimes to sneak on there as a slot receiver type of returner, if necessary, guy. Taylor Grimes was um, a topic of conversation for, like, the first portion of camp, and it didn't seem like he really did enough. was rooting for him, but didn't seem like he did enough to make this football team. No, it just kind of disappeared. I think him and Bandy, uh, they both had a lot of playing time that first game. Yep. And, he, and they were both making catches. And then I don't remember seeing them do anything no. Saturday night. Uh, really, the San Francisco game either, nothing that stood out in a big way. Uh, so, they, yeah, you know, you're probably right there. Uh, neither one of those guys are going to make it. What, what, what do you think about Montreal? A chance, little chance, slim. Man, he he was like almost like the opposite of Taylor Grimes, where like as camp kept going along, it was like, okay, there's Montreal again. Oh, there's Montrell again. Um, not perfect, but, you know, God, he gave himself a shot. I did not. When we when we came into training camp, I just, I'm like, Montrell Washington's not making this football team. Just disaster of a pick. Russ helped, you know, George Payton pick him after watching the film <laughs> with him and turned to George, just according to the story, and said, I think we got our guy. So, you know, and then it's a, it's a colossal disaster his his first year. And I thought Sean Payton was going to be watching the tape being like, who is this guy? Why is he getting opportunities for the Denver Broncos? Um, but, man, he, made, he, he, he gave himself a real shot. Gave yeah. himself a real shot. I don't know. It might be too little too late for him. Could be. Right. And, um, I mean, you could just see them keeping. If they kept six, it could be Marquez Callaway. Yeah. 
That's because, what my gut says the tiebreaker is just the veteran history. Yeah. Uh, but I think that goes to, like, I think they project Lil' Jordan Humphrey as that next man up over a guy like Marquez Calloway. Like, we need an outside receiver. Week one. Jerry Judy's out. Yep. Who's it going to be? You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think they would much more like to rely on a veteran, not Marvin Mims. I mean, who's going to start two wide receiver set? Jerry Judy's out. Oh my gosh. Portland. Portland and. Goodness, I feel uncomfortable about whoever the answer is. I, I, I know. Brandon Johnson. Yeah, I'll say Lil Jordan. Sure. I think they gave him an audition on Saturday night. Let's see what you look like. I thought he looked really good. He did. He played well. I mean, that's like I've watched him a lot of camp, and nothing has really stuck out to me. But you know, out there on 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 game night Saturday night, he he, he performed really well. Uh, so, I, I, and they gave him a lot of opportunities, and that tells me a lot, right? That you know what? Hey, they want to see if he can either rise to the challenge or not, and he did. So, but it could be Brandon Jack. It could be a mix of both of them, right, Zach and Marvin Mims, right? You have different packages. Yep. So, um, yeah, interesting. Well, all three of those guys played well on Saturday. Uh, Brandon Johnson, Lil Jordan Humphrey, Marvin Mims. KKFN, uh, KKFN, HD1, Longmont, Denver. All played well. There you go. Uh, here's, Sean, here's Sean Payton after the game on Saturday talking about Brandon Johnson specifically. <laughs> He's, he's missed two weeks, so yeah. I mean, there were a lot of guys playing that we hadn't seen snaps from, so he certainly was going to be one of them. But he wasn't the only one. But yeah, we tried to get him some deep balls because you know we feel like he's someone that can run. But yeah, it's good to get him back this week. He had uh, the second longest play offensively. Uh, Marvin Mims had the longest at fifty yard when he was interfered with. Uh, but the forty nine yard uh, play of Johnson was the second longest. He ends up with. Uh, two receptions for 58 yards. Lil Jordan, four reception for 57 yards. Um, and both did a good job with their targets. Um, I mean, you look at all three of those guys, just yeah. like you said. I mean, two for 51, two for 58, four for 57. Brandon Johnson, Lil Jordan, Humphrey, Marvin Mims. I mean, right? Solid. So, Solid. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good audition. You're trying to make the football team. And you're, you're you know, a guy like Brandon Johnson who got hurt early in camp. I mean, look, you might get one shot. Do not miss this opportunity. Mom spaghetti. So, and I think he, uh, look, he, he took advantage of it. He that did. was a nice catch. He I did. thought that was going to be intercepted. That one to Stidham, kind of he was going from the right to the left or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was it was right over that, that defensive back's um, outstretched arms. But that was a nice play. You need explosive plays in the NFL. So, I, I, so where are you at? Who, give me, give me, do you think they keep five or six? Oh, I think they'll keep five. I think they'll keep five. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I think Marquez Callaway probably is an odd man out. Brandon Johnson, Lil Jordan, no slot, no no slot receiver. I mean, no slot receiver again, again. Just can't get right. Just just can't find that that position. And I think Judy, you know, eventually can be you know uh, serviceable in the slot. Been saying in, that for a while though. Inside and outside, like yeah, they'll move yeah, him inside yeah. and outside. Um, and well, that's that's where he caught his touchdown in the in the true, preseason game. True, true. Was in the slot, so I, I think he he's got what it takes. You know, he's not a true slot receiver, but you know, you don't have one to leave him outside yeah. um, in certain situations. So they'll 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 move him all around. But just you know, once again, uh, and and the other the other position, the tight end position. How do you feel about that? <sighs> not thrilled. 
Not thrilled. I mean, you're going to you're going to keep uh, Dulcich. You're going to keep uh, 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 Adam Troutman, and then I I, I think we think they're going to keep Alberto. What? Well, how do you feel about Troutman and Dolchitz? I think let's just start with the two. I'm not worried about the other guys. I think I think honestly, like I think we're so close to the situation here in Denver, you can talk yourself into maybe seeing something that's yeah. you know. Get you excited about Troutman? Really good and exciting, but then you look at the NFL landscape. Like, where would that duo fall right now in preseason? You know, forecast for a, a, a one and a two tight end. I don't know, probably twenty like second. Yeah, like we're, we're the bar is so low too. Yeah, it's it been, is. It's been it so is. low around here for that position. But again, like no true slot receiver and tight ends, kind of like hopefully Dolchitz can take a step forward. And Adam Troutman, like he's been a veteran player that really hasn't done a whole lot. Are we going to be midway through the season saying they still don't have a slot and they still don't have a legitimate tight end? I hope not. That's the fear. Yeah. D Mac, Matt Smith, what's in the up, house? Boys? What's up, guys? How you doing? Man, you need that Wi Fi. I'm telling you what, there's action all over the place during those games. You got to right. get that Wi Fi going. Did, did they do that this year? Because I thought I read on Nine News that that was for next year. Are we 100% on that Were one? Were you at the game? No. But oh. I was listening to you guys talking yeah. about the Wi-Fi. I read it in the I, I wanted, to, I wanted okay. to know like right, how, so it, how it been. was. No, uh, the Wi-Fi, if you went to the game. Uh, you have to, right, nowadays? Like, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in Ball Got Arena. To. I'm in Ball Arena looking for that action. Dude. And I can't get, like, it's like, oh, my gosh, Wi-Fi. Damn, yeah. Wi-Fi. Like, come on. That's I mean, really that's, bad that, at, at, at that is That is, like, at, at the highest of levels of, of customer service that I think that consumers, fans want. Let me get on my phone, whether it be social media stuff. That's the other bet, one. All of that yeah. stuff, right, where I can get on my phone and do what I need to do. If not, <laughs> I, I'm just going to stay at home. My Wi-Fi is fine at home. Going yep. to that game has got to be better than sitting on your couch. And that's hard because they're couch, yes. your couch. Right. Especially. It's free. It's free. And it's the best in-home product of any of the professional right. sports we have. I mean, it's like the game. Just... Well, walk us through being on Stokely's couch for the uh, late start games. Um, What's that like? Well, if it's, a, it. if it's a Broncos, I mean, game on, then you know, I'm hunkered down. I got to watch just the Broncos. Okay. Yeah, oh, but really? If, yeah, yeah. Nothing else going? No, You're, I mean, I got to watch the Broncos. You, the Broncos. you don't have you an just, iPad? You don't have a phone out? Uh, you don't have no, a little uh, no, do you? Do you? Oh, hell yeah. Do I got to stay focused. Oh. I like to be focused yeah, on one. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in on one game. That's oh, like in the morning no way, games. Man. Morning games, um, I like to... Um, I usually like to just pick one game and watch it and kind of and then flip to it like once it goes to commercial. Really? Game. Yeah, yeah. Oh that's my kind God. of how I like Scott to roll. Han- Scott Hansen is my spirit animal. He's yeah. the man. I Are cannot wait me? for Red Zone on Sunday. Oh my! God. I'm not a Red Zone guy. Really? But no. You've, you've, you've thought out to it a little bit a over little, the years. Because when last we first year. started the show, you were like, right. I don't, "I'm not doing that." That's like that's not real football. I want to see the play by yes, play. The exactly. I want to get the full effect of the game. Um so, but I've always I got two screens. Like the Broncos, I'll watch by itself, yeah. but I'll be watching Red Zone while I watch the Broncos. I'm yeah. not going to miss out in the rest Maybe of the Maybe I league. need to evolve to that. You know what they've done I mean, for you the should really. If you want to beat me and pick them this for, year. Oh, 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 oh. This is a gauntlet. Ah. What they've done for the high price high rollers is not only do you have the new restaurant and the new screen, they even hire people to pretend to be your wife and kids to disrupt you during the game <laughs> to make it look like you're more at home. Oh, yeah. So they, they that just Walmart come down. experience. Yeah, they just come down. They have two kids just getting a fight in front of you. They Perfect. have. Have your wife talk about, you know, doing this, that, the other thing out of, out of random. I mean, they just do it all. And for the ladies that love football, they got the husband who won't fix anything. He comes down and bugs you. No, it is. It is. You know, they want to make you feel like you're at home. The um, 
Have, have you all seen the big screen? I, I mean, saw the, the picture of it. The I haven't picture, seen it in person. It looks pretty impressive. I, I wonder it how is it literally works. the entire South End Zone. Like it's from you side to side. People will just end up watching that instead of the field, right? which is fine. They're okay. in the stadium. A lot of people don't have great seats anyway. If you're sitting up in that third deck, shoot, man, I, I would absolutely be watching that from time to time. Hey, last uh, last thing before you guys, uh, well, yeah, a couple more minutes, but um, has Jokic drank every drink oh. that could be drunk at a boy in the the land of Serbia? He is enjoying it, isn't he? Well, good for him. I mean, like that's awesome. Well, what is your take on the Jokic off season? I love it. I mean, look, this guy's been grinding, and he was MVP, you know, two years ago. <laughs> And they finally got over the hump. He's been question after question after question um, about, you know, could he get it done? He's not a superstar, this and that. And then he did it, and he did it on the biggest stage. I mean, enjoy it all offseason long, the, the, right? The, the one in the m- middle of the road. Walk me through that one. Did you see the middle of the road one? Yeah, there's a band playing on the side of the road. He had to get out and, you know, give him a little encouragement. Probably Zach, threw you a see? little bit in the good guitar case. Did you see the middle of the road one? No, did not. I've been uh, MIA for the last three days or four days. He, he's in the middle of the road. With Aaron Gordon, by the way. Well, okay, yeah, Gordon's on a, quite a European sabbatical as well. Wouldn't you? Here's my take, is when you win a championship, you have the right to do whatever the hell you want. And if that means drink all summer, then go ahead, big fella. He you still looks it. like he's of in good course. shape. It doesn't look like, oh, my gosh, he gained 20 pounds again. Oh, no, no, no. He's He'll be absolutely positively fine. La- last one for you guys. Real serious last one. Even though I'm not a huge Little League World Series fan. The kid hit a walk-off home run to win the Little League World Series. Grand Slam, right? Louis no, Lappy. no. Oh, it wasn't a Grand Slam. I thought no, it was the a kid Grand from, Slam. The kid from Curacao. Oh, tied it up. Tied it gotcha. up with a Grand Slam. And then 12-year-old, 6-1, 170-pound Louis Lappy somehow, uh, you know, smoked one. Zach didn't like it. It, it was the like first it. home run. He's down. He's down on the walk-off. <laughs> Whoa. Kids. It was the first home oh, run Curacao allowed all tournament. Well, that's, there you go, Matt. Yeah. Zach, you've got a problem with the walk-off? He didn't like it. Nope. That's what I would call Jokic's offseason. Yeah, that's Shaquille. a good way to put it. Attaboy. That is a good one. When, when Shaq won his first championship, uh, he did not touch a basketball and said, I'm not going to touch a basketball. And that was the first initial fracture when he comes back to training camp and Kobe never left the gym. And you have these two young, this dynamic of one guy who's doing the Jokic, like, I just won a championship. I'm doing whatever I want. And then the other guy's like, I just won my first championship. I want to be the greatest player of all time. Yeah. And that was the, the, the initial fracture there. But that, that's what Jokic's offseason has looked like to me. Very Shaquillian. Hey, what's, the, what's, the early, uh, what's the number on that uh, CUTCO game? What, what 20 we, right now. Is it 20? Well, it it's went 20. down a little bit then. Yeah, right? it was 20 it and, 20 and, and it opened 20 and a half, and it went down to 20 in some you places. You going to vibe on that yet, Zach? <sighs> yeah. I, I, well, I'm still trying to figure out my final decision. But I just, oh, man, the hype train from the Broncos burned me last year in such a way that I just, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I Offensive line, defensive line. That's my biggest questions with CU. Skill positions, they're like they look like they're fantastic, but if you can't stop the run and you can't run the ball, those are my biggest questions along with the depth of the team because guys are going to get hurt. I so, did a huge deep dive into TCU this weekend. That game is going to be closer than people think. Yeah, and that's not black and gold glasses. That okay. TCU team is really? not the same. We will we'll get into it later. Little tease. You're going to want to listen. All right, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll tell listen. you right now. I think I'm on the show. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't talking to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry it, about that. There happen to be more than just the three of us in this room what? listening right now. I know, I know. After 15 years, you think that maybe nah. we might pick up on that. 15 years, I get I get smarter or I get dumber, not smarter. Clearly, I, I couldn't even figure that out. We'll See, man, I, I, I have the I have the questions um, just about, you know what the other thing is, too? Like, 
it's been thrown together in such a way. How do they react when stuff goes bad? Because stuff's going to go bad. They're going to lose more games than they win. And is the team built on, you know, a, a, a solid bedrock of foundation? Or midway through are those guys uh, becoming mercenaries? Because it's kind of been built mercenary style. Yeah. Like the biggest overhaul in the history of college football. It's being pitched not on NIL, but sort of the dream of the league. Come play for prime. And is that sustainable uh, through adversity? Because adversity mm. is coming. Well, here we go. We got to count. This is countdown week. Oh, with five countdown. days to count. Dude, Come I am on. so, I'm so fired, man. Like, what, what is the first, first game? Did I already miss it? Did it already yeah, zero. Yeah, week it was, zero. This week was Navy and Notre Dame. And what happened there? USC. And Notre Dame blew the tires off of Navy. 42-3. Okay, yeah. USC beat San Jose State over the weekend. And if you're interested in San Diego State. What was State, that scored, you know? Yeah, it was 56-28. to 28. Oh, Caleb, I kind of root for the Spartans. Caleb Williams, 18-25, 278 yards, four touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, he's, 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 he's the he truth. Was, I mean, he looks fantastic. We'll see. No, I'm saying in general, him as a prospect. Okay. Um, is, uh, he's the truth this year. Listen, this is where everybody gets weird about quarterbacks. You only have the year that's in front of you. Mm-hmm. you. You can't, you know, we can't get in time machines here and go three or four. So you say he's the truth. Yeah, damn right he's the truth. He's the best option this year. So I'm not mad at you, but the oh, concept sounds of, like you are. Well, nah, this is more of a Are you down with Caleb Williams? You know, I'm not sold on Caleb Williams. There's well, a difference. Yeah, but yeah, guess yeah. what? If like you that. need a quarterback, if you need a quarterback... I didn't say that either. I I'm got just you. as him, the person. I, I got you, but you can't choose when you suck. And if you need a quarterback... He'll be the first overall. Wrap your heads it, around it, Caleb it, Williams and hope and pray. It would have to be someone else having a meteoric rise and him having a Spencer Rattler-type regression. Like, yeah, where he's just like, wait, oh my gosh, listen, what are we looking at here? If Drake May or whoever the other two guys that pop up you know, are better, then, then do it. Everybody that's ripping like the Niners about the bust and the Trey Lance thing, hey man, they gave it a shot. It didn't work out. But they need maybe they need to do better evaluation or development or whatever. But they did what they thought it took, and also they got their guy. They yeah, got they their got guy. Lucky. Whatever they oh did he just happen to show up at the facility aren't and knock the, on the door and get drafted? One, aren't you the one who's always claiming that the seventh round flyers are getting lucky? It's unbelievably lucky. But you got to put. Your, they got their guy with Brock Purdy. Yeah, at the end of the day, they did. Man, I don't know if he's the guy. Well, they think they did. They, at least they think they did. I'll tell you this. It would not shock me at all for one of two reasons if Sam Darnold starts more games for the Niners this year. Oh, than that's Purdy. a fun one. Where's that prop at? Uh, it's about 60-1 to one or something like that. He was Is that out there? First Darnold. Of, <laughs> Get out of here. Before they established <laughs> that Brock came back and then Sam was the backup, he did have odds. Uh, was it 50-1? to one? I forget. For comeback player of the year. Oh, okay. He can play, okay. he can play right. a little bit. There, there's I, a little untapped potential there. I think I, 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 I'm a bit of a truther with, with Darnold. I just I think you got to look at situation. I think you got to look at situation. He's been in two terrible situations, and I wonder with a running game and that defense and his mobility um, if they could win some games. We'll I, I, I love the fact that you think the, the the Broncos blew it by not getting Trey Lance. I absolutely love that. Do you, that they, that, do you feel that way? No, not that they blew it, but if you if you were to ask a fourth round pick for for Trey Lance, a, a quarterback. In this, you know, under Sean Payton, because it's a quarterback position, the guy was just taken third in two two drafts ago. Because it's a fourth round pick, I'd I say yeah. Agree, couldn't agree with yeah. you more. And, and, and take, it, take the chance. What do you got to lose? A fourth round pick? Yeah. A fourth round, that's, a third round. That's a maybe That's the right. Hamilton. So, right, exactly. And I know there's other good examples there, but I know this. If the Broncos are out of it and there's five games left, yeah. it'd be a new season with Trey Lance out there from an interest standpoint. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Drew Locke at the end of twenty nineteen or whatever it was. Um that would have been fascinating. Invest in the quarterback position. It's not that crazy. But in terms of things that are crazy, well, Matt's here. 
So we'll get, uh, we'll, we'll get rolling with that coming up next.